This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. There's no need to murmur, ma'am. Here at Itchy and Scratchy Land, we're just as concerned about violence as you are. That's why we're always careful to show the consequences of deadly mayhem so that we may educate as well as horrify. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Well, isn't that just a nice little quote? Right? I like that one. Yeah, I like it too. From, it's like uh, educate as well as horrify. Yeah, it's nameless great. suit. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who follows his the family around and corrects Marge. Hey, things. question for you. Do yeah. you think they have one, have a guy like that for every family that comes to the park? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I would, Kent. Case closed. Uh. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. My name is Greg. My name is Alan. And today we are talking about the episode Itchy and Scratchy Land. Yeah. In a- your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons, seasons one through ten. I haven't said that in a while. Yeah. Figured I might as well take it out for sure. a test drive once again. Feels good. It's like an old glove. Feels... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> feels good that we're past the uh, clip show. It's all uphill from here. Yes. Yes, it is. Just checking to see if this lighter works. Oh, good. <laughs> That's very important yeah. for a podcast. Well, it's time for me to burn the house down after this. Oh, I so, see. Yeah. <laughs> this is a this is a weird one already. This is the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, how have you been? Pretty pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty 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 good. Are you excited for a little project? I am uh, excited and horrified. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll be great. Yeah, well, we got our... Sunday will really color everything, I yes. think. So. Yes, it will. It will. Um, I am cautiously optimistic right yes. now, and Sunday will tell me whether I am fully optimistic or pessimistic. <laughs> so we will see. We'll tell you whether you, that optimism is well-placed or not. Yes. <laughs> I, nothing better than misplaced optimism. That's right. Uh, so... That's coming up soon. That but is coming up soon. What's really getting me through it is that once the show is done, yeah, I leave for Orlando, Florida, shortly after. Are you going to Disney World? I am going to Disney World. Oh, in only a few short <laughs> weeks. Oh shit! This is perfect. Exactly. I thought I figured it's a good time to talk about it. Absolutely. Um, but before I delve too deeply into that, I figure we will introduce our guest because he is a noted Disney historian, oh, Disneyland, for real? Disney World historian. Oh, uh, I wouldn't say that. Well, that's what I would say. <laughs> you are a liar, sir. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I think I have the wrong name down here. I thought you were our Disney historian. I thought you were uh, Walt Disney. You know he's been dead since, since like Sorry, 1965. Roy Disney. <laughs> uh, Walt Disney's not dead. Yeah, he's just he's frozen. frozen. Uh, Great joke. So, yeah, are you yes. going to introduce me? No. Uh, <laughs> you lied to us, sir. Therefore, you get no introduction. This is Ezra Wasser, returning guest. Yes. Uh, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing well. I've listened to the entire Beatles discography and the score to the HMS Pinafore. Oh no. 
Well, have we gone back uh, in time? Why? <laughs> <laughs> that was the last time you were on, wasn't it? That was the last time I was on. The, uh, the episode that spurred this uh, one episode at a time uh, movement. That's right. That's right. That's true. Oh, this Barbershop is... Quartet and Cape Fear. Yeah, this Correct. is your fault. Yeah, oh, it's, totally. all, it's all your this fault. Is, this is your fault. We're moving along at some would We'd, consider less than uh, a snail's uh, pace. Yeah, we're doing one <laughs> season a year now. Well, I mean, if you're going to go past, away. We did three seasons in two months. That's right, we did. <laughs> that uh, was impressive. A bit of an exaggeration, but it was around that. Yeah, that was some... That That's because season one and two, we did three episodes at a time. So. Serious output right there. Yeah, you're welcome, world. All right. <laughs> I'm sure they're fine. Uh, so this is this is this is it. <laughs> Itchy and scratchy land. So this you is seemed, it. Do up. You seem to uh, really enjoy this episode, Ezra. Uh yes, I enjoy most episodes of The Simpsons seasons three through eight. Okay, hmm. but I mean, like, you really enjoyed this one. Oh no, I'm just generally enthusiastic. Oh okay, but you do. I mean, I, I, we joked about it, but you do know a lot about Disney parks. Yeah, why did you request to be on this episode? Uh, mostly because Shauna Holmes uh, moved away before you could do this episode with her. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I just thought that this would be fun. And it's really timely that it's just before you're going to Disney World. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that you've done no research. So I'm going to be here to help you plan yours as well as expound. Uh, he's on, a little like, snide, isn't he? <laughs> a little. I've done so much research. I've been there before. Oh, that's wonderful. When I was a child. Yeah, I went there too. So now I'm going to get to there as an adult and really enjoy it. Yes. Kids don't really enjoy things. That's what I've noticed. That's true. They just run from thing to thing, shrieking and exclaiming, look at that, mom. And they don't really, you know, take it in. You're still going to do that. I mean, yeah. But you're going to remember it this time. I'm going to remember it. Yeah. Who are you calling mom in this scenario? Well, I was going to say, I'm also not going to say, look at that mom. I'm going to say, look at that Nell. <laughs> well, I would, I would still say, like, I would still scream, look at that mom <laughs> to no one. <laughs> or just to, like, her somewhere. Like, yeah. look at me now, mom. Yeah. Like that kind of idea. Yeah, like yeah. James Cagney thing. Yeah. Top of the world, <laughs> Top mom. Top of the world. <laughs> Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, you've been to Disney World, is that correct? Uh, yeah, I last went about two years ago. Great. And uh, I have been obsessed with it ever since. <laughs> um, yeah, I know uh, we talked briefly about how I got really obsessed with uh, Theme Park. Uh, oh, what's it called? Theme Park Insider or something? There's a website. There are several. I mean, there's a lot, yeah. But yeah. there's one specifically that I was reading, uh, I got really obsessed with for a while, that just like goes through excruciating detail about the history of certain rides and what whatnot. I find that all very fascinating. Um, it's, it what is was it a, kicked off what? by my love for the, uh, the ride alien encounter, uh, an extraterrestrial encounter, I believe is the, Oh, if only you could have been there like <laughs> in its original version. <laughs> uh, well, I was there, I was there for the, the, when it first came out Oh, in Disney world, but you were probably too young to either appreciate it or keep your eyes through it. <laughs> I I open through it. I kept my eyes open throughout. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. I was so mad when I found out it was uh, 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 what's the word retired. Um, I think I was the right age. I mean, I didn't get scared that easily anyway. My mom was more terrified than I was, and I thought it was the coolest thing. And I wanted to go back on immediately. Uh, my mom wouldn't let me. So wait, is that now Stitch's Great Escape? Or it is, and that is now oh. closed. I think is it. 
Greg, research for us. Greg. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> look, look it up. Stitch's Great Escape. Yeah, I know that they uh, they changed it into Stitch's Great Escape, and uh, yeah, I'm not sure what the current status is, but it was uh, it was a really cool ride, and I read all about the history behind it and how, um, well, what's his face, CEO, Michael Eisner, um, was really pushing for it. Um, yeah, he was all about the a lot of the more adult-geared entertainment in the yeah. parks and throughout the entire property, like <laughs> Pleasure Island. Right. Which, which is parodied in the episode Itchy and Scratchy Land <laughs> with Parents Island. That's <laughs> Th- This is intended to be a segue, guys. Come on. No. Let's talk about Disney World. <laughs> we can do both simultaneously. I know, I know. Yeah. It's um, a seasonal attraction now. Uh, so what season? Um, seasonal attraction, depending on attendance, starting October 2nd, 2016. So probably summer. Mm, so it might not be open when I go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make them open it for me. <laughs> that's how it works, right? Just, just hey, use yeah. your podcast I just drew credentials a bit. Yeah, that's that's how that works. You were going to segue. We are talking about <laughs> an episode of The Simpsons today. That's right. That episode is called Itchy and Scratchy Land. Original air date October second, nineteen ninety four, and this was directed by Wes Archer and written by John Schwartzwelder. Johnny Schwa. Credited to Johnny Schwartzwelder, but of course. Uh, written by the entire writing staff. Obviously. This yeah. is one of the most obvious ones. Yeah. I think. Where it's, <laughs> you it's mean like, the episode that's pretty much entirely a montage? Yeah, yeah. It's just a it's a joke montage. It might as well be a clip show. Um, but a good one. because uh, it's just it's 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 just one joke to the next over and over and over and over and over and over and that never gets dull for like the twenty two minutes that you spend with this. It's Oh God, it's a beautiful episode. I <laughs> I do enjoy every minute of it. Um, so that's your review. Good up. Good up. Great up. That's it. All right, moving on. Yeah. Our next episode uh, is another Simpsons clip show. I M D B plot synopsis for this episode: A family vacation to Itchy and Scratchy Land turns disastrous when the robots malfunction and turn on the tourists. Yep. That's pretty much it. It's pretty much succinct. That's yeah, very succinct. Well done, IMDb. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it this time. <laughs> yeah, that's the Internet Movie Database for those that are unaware. Oh, is that what that stands for? Yeah, I thought it was one of the very very early uh, websites. I thought <laughs> what? <laughs> it's been around for a long, long time. Oh, like in the nineties. It goes back to pioneer times, actually. So, like, a lot of the websites that, that we consider, like, the, the classics or the most visited, Wikipedia, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Grindr, <laughs> yeah. and the rest, um, <laughs> they're all pretty recent when, you, when you think about it. J-Date. When you think about how old the internet is. IMDb is, uh, is a pretty classic one, so... I just I like know, the I Space cool. Jam website. I just remember, like, going to IMDb often as, as a young lad mm. in the 90s. When we had dial-up internet, I'd be like, what movie was that? Oh, it was Primal Fear. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that's why I'd be looking why that movie up. Primal? <laughs> I don't know, it was around that time. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a good one, though. That's, that's a, that would be one that would be randomly on TBS, and you were like, <laughs> sure. I know that's Richard Gere. <laughs> Who's that young guy? And he's playing a lawyer, but that could be one of 25 <laughs> Richard Gere movies. <laughs> I don't see any pretty women. <laughs> so I'll cross that one out. 
Is this in, in internal affairs? No. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about this episode, shall we? Okay. Okay. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I like it. Um, so, go for it. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> sorry. It's very, it's very good. It's a very good episode. Uh, laughs throughout. We were kind of talking while you we were watching it about how there's, you know, joke after joke after joke all in a row. Um, it also is one of the rare, at least around this time, like travel episodes where they travel somewhere. The Simpsons right? go to blank. Yeah, which is uh, pretty standard now. But at the time, they didn't do it as much because it costs a lot more. Because they have to draw all new set pieces. Mm. Mm-hmm. This one, they had to draw a whole bunch of new uh, backgrounds and stuff. Um, and uh, I kind of like that Homer has like this green like vacation jacket <laughs> throughout, so you like know he's on vacation. And shorts. Yeah, he wears his shorts. He wears his vacation shorts. That's right. <laughs> and that's the most important part of the episode. Truly, yes. well, it's everyone the shorts. Everyone has a vacation outfit. Do they? Does Bart? Uh, yeah. oh, he's got like a jacket, right? He's got a jacket, yeah. And and Bar and and, sorry, and Marge is wearing a, a hat, something, right? Yeah. Doesn't she have a hat? She's got a new hat. Uh, no, she's like she's not wearing her dress. Correct. Yeah. The entire time, right? She's got like jeans and a yeah. t-shirt or something. Yeah, she's, she's. I mean, I could look this up right now. She's and having see what fun they were all wearing, it. but and I'm trying and to go f- by my memory. And Lisa's doing the same thing. Lisa. <laughs> Lisa's doing her thing, you know. It, 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 it's funny because he's he's wearing shorts and so is Bart, but the rest of them are wearing like, but they're also wearing jackets. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are your are your legs? Well, you have to you have to bring a sensible jacket in case it gets chilly. Well, are your legs cold or are they, are they are they what is this? Why are we dwelling on this? <laughs> it's obviously it, because we need this to fill an hour. God damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not used to our uh, our new format where we we need to is, is add this itchy what, and scratchy episodes throughout rather than you know eliminate jokes. Is this what happened to you after the uh, clip show? What it's everything everything happened? To I've us listened to every show. episode except for that one, and I'm really concerned about <laughs> the dramatic shift in tone and content. <laughs> yeah, it'll happen. Is this really that different? I think it might be different because like. You're experiencing it live. Mm. I've experienced First, this live no, twice I know, before. I know, but it's like, that was a year ago. And you know, some, people change. They grow. They make stupid decisions. Greg had a rough summer. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I was waiting for someone to pick up the joke. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. <laughs> uh, so... Um, one of the, I, I think one of the great things about this episode is that there's not really anything even resembling a B plot. Oh yeah, it's just hey, the family's going to this place. Let's see how funny that is. Yeah, and everything works towards that. We don't even see they they even set up a B plot with Grandpa at home alone it's taking true, care yeah. of the pets, but they never go back to it. Uh, they just use it as uh, which one of you is the mailman, and that's the <laughs> joke. And, and it's we, like, and we never find out who's yeah. the mailman. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, still curious. I would think it would be Snowball too. Mm, he's a little uppity because he eats bugs all day. Well, yeah, but like. Aren't all mailmen? <laughs> <laughs> Don't they all eat bugs all day? <laughs> uh, Is that racist? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what? 
Again, what happened to you guys? Uh, so many things. So, I mean, the so the, our, let's get into the plot. So the main plot, obviously, they begins are, in the first frame. Yeah, they're they're deciding on a uh, vacation. Well, actually, they they aren't deciding on it. Uh, apparently, it's already been decided. Yeah, by TV Marge. told them. <laughs> well, no, Marge already decided on the Simpson family vacation that they're going to the bird sanctuary. Um, but of course, yeah, TV tells them that they need to go to Itchy and Scratchy Land because they're cutting prices in half. So they go tell mom and dad, and they wear them down, and they decide to do that instead of the bird sanctuary. And well, they're not they're <laughs> not quite worn down. I think that Marge is they're one specific- over. Marge is specifically yeah. won over by the attractions of uh, Parents, Parents Island, Island. Yeah. most specifically the <laughs> recipe-related bumper cars, <laughs> which is my second favorite uh, bumper cars-related joke in The Simpsons, Wait. next to the live from the grand ballroom of the Habsburg Imperial Palace. It's the World Series of Bumper Cars. <laughs> I don't even remember that one. <laughs> oh, it's in uh, Bart of Darkness, Homer and... Uh, Bart are just watching TV while oh, eating dinner. gotcha, yeah, yeah. You don't see it. But right, you it's just, just an announcer, yeah. Oh, what a great oh, juxtaposition. Bard after dark, you mean? Bard after dark. Yeah. Yeah. What did you say? You said Bard of Darkness. Oh, my apologies. And I was like, that wasn't in the episode. Bard after long. darkness. Yeah. You should revoke my uh, Simpsons hosting uh, duties. Oh, I already have. Good. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait a minute. You retired. I am a uh, host emeritus, I guess. What does that mean? No longer the host. Oh. <laughs> just say that. It's classier if you say it in Latin. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Is that Latin? Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's Latin. But the um, it would be with a V instead of a U because they were chiseling into stone and it was really hard to make U's. Who the Latinites? The Romans. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean Latinos. <laughs> There we go. That's uh, racist. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's not. Nothing's racist um, anymore. So nothing is, and everything is. That's the world we live in. So I, I was remarkably uh, astounded at how well that that marketing tactic would work. Uh, with Krusty being like, "You won't be missing anything. I'll just oh, be yeah. reading this grown-up go, newspaper. Go now. Yep. go now, right?" And like that would work. Yeah, I I thought about it. It's it's and in, brings us to the age old question on the podcast: mm. What the hell is the crusty the clown the hell show? Is it? Yeah, like, great question. <laughs> the a question a question first presented by James, and um, he would have asked the that question if he were still with us. Um, <laughs> James is alive and well. <laughs> I just want to get that out there in case someone is listening and knows him. <laughs> He's fine. He is fine. He's, he's okay. Uh, and um, he always asks, what the hell is the Krusty the Clown show? And and this does not do anything to help answer that question. Yeah. I mean, this is another example of the show where it seems to be a children's show yeah, of some kind. Definitely. Um, the weirdest thing I, I find about this clip is that it has Krusty with a TV turning off Itchy and scratchy, Sounds as in they just like, like just yeah, filming. like they're just filming the TV screen. Like, <laughs> that's not normal for a show, is it? Well, I mean, that's that's probably how they show it to the studio audience. Okay, right, that makes more sense. Then. Yeah. yeah, because like you know how like sketch shows are like. Now let's check out a clip. Yeah, right, and the studio audience sees it, but then it's brought up on a on it's a, a. It's obviously on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah, you don't just film the big screen. screen. It's just a new channel that they. It's all technical stuff. I don't have time to get into it. Get into it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get into my TV producing background. Yeah, 
Um, so they head towards Itchy and Scratchy Land. They right? do, yeah, they definitely do. On the freeway, um, yeah, on the interstate, uh, which is it's a fun little road trip montage, and um, it's capped off with one of my favorite lines: um, "Let's never speak of the shortcut again." <laughs> uh, and then it's followed up immediately by another one of the most classic lines in Simpsons history. Remember, we're in the Itchy lot. Yeah. And then it's followed up by another one of the most classic lines in Simpsons history. Welcome to Itchy and Scratchy Land, where nothing can possibly go wrong. Possibly go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first, it's the first thing that's ever went wrong. <laughs> and those three lines, one after another... Um, Wow. Yeah. That's, that's all within 45 seconds. It, it yeah. is. It's crazy <laughs> how like how those rapid fire. One of I the know. one of the best parts is 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 that the 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 helicopter ride to to Itchy and Scratchy Land is uh, which is on an, an island. Apparently an island. Which is yeah. on an island which is insane because there's like the mainland and then there's a parking lot and like what? Um <laughs> like Ila Nublar. We want to yeah. get as many references yeah. as we can in here. And they even get a um movie tagline reference in with nothing can possibly go wrong. That's the Westworld tagline. That's the movie Westworld. Like it says on the poster where nothing can possibly go wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not even, no, I'm not joking because the possib uh, B-L-Y uh-huh. is falling off. Okay. Like it's going in a curve off. So you would kind of pronounce it possibly. I don't Right. <laughs> We believe you, Greg. And that is I don't know a typography makes me pronounce things differently. It's 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 <laughs> Actually, literally it curving I'll off. Talk to you about that off it. podcast. I believe it's it. It's curving off lower, me. so you would say it lower, <laughs> right? That is how I would pronounce that, which is one of the things where I'm like, that's, that's a amazing. reference. It's got to be. Okay. It's got to be because it's it's it is a reference to. I believe Westworld. it's a reference to. Westworld, yeah. yes. I don't believe that they saw the thing and were like, oh, I bet it's pronounced possibly. Let's, I think they just no, thought that I would think, be a funny joke. I think they I think they did too, but it was like, oh, that would be like, well, nothing can possibly I go. Let's put that in. <laughs> I think I just... I, did I just become a Simpsons writer? I, I think I did. I don't think that's how I it think works. I did. James L. Brooks, give me a call. <laughs> I can be Al out Jean? of this one-horse town within a day. Algeen? We Greg, have more than Greg one horse here. <clears throat> okay. Um... We're also uh, we also uh, skipped over two other road trip jokes that yeah let's go back that uh, I think are kind of in that montage ah of the flickies jokes. flickies I love that I don't know why it reminds me of road trips when I was a kid it's, right? well, yeah that's exactly what it is it's the McDonald's thing yeah it's well it's, uh, for me it was the Enchanted Forest are you familiar with the Enchanted oh. Forest yes I'm familiar with the Enchanted Forest yeah what child who went west as a child <laughs> is not exactly those that aren't familiar uh, in Canada in BC there's a place called the Enchanted BC is Forest British Columbia it's on yes, it's you. on Highway One right uh, I think it's like Crozen's Pass. It's oh, it's Crozen's Pass. I think so. I'm not 100 percent though. Greg, research either, for us. Either way, <laughs> it's on an incredibly well trafficked highway. Yeah. Um. So I do remember going traveling to to BC as a kid and passing by the signs that say Enchanted Forest. You know, so and so kilometers because that's metric system here. Um. And <laughs> and. There's a memory that's burned in my brain that I'll never forget because so my dad never would pull if we'd be like, hey, dad, can we pull over to McDonald's? Can we pull over and get ice cream? No, it's always like, no, we're like we're on a time budget. We need to get the place that we're going in a specific time and we don't have time for pit stops. That's why I told you to go to 
the bathroom before we left. And anyway, so I remember passing by the enchanted forest and me and my brother and sister all started, you know, doing the like, oh, can we go to the enchanted forest? Please, dad, please, dad. And he pulls a U-turn to go back to the entrance of the enchanted forest and pulls in and stops and we are all flabbergasted. We're like, what is happening right now? Are we actually going to the Enchanted Forest? And we did. We went. He, he was, I guess, was in a good mood or something. I don't know. But he was just like, all right, we're going. And uh, it's burned my brain as a very rare moment of my father uh, listening to his children. <laughs> that sounds worse than I meant it. But. No, no, no. It's, uh, we, we get it. Yeah. You, you aren't loved. Uh <laughs> Oh. How was it? How was it? I hear it's kind of a dump, though. It's. It, I mean, I don't remember a lot when I was a kid, but I did go a bit later as as a like a teenager, I believe, and I remember being pretty lame. Um, but I remember yeah. as a kid, I was terrified because there was a sign that said like "no smoking allowed," and there was something about how like you know if you if you're caught smoking, you'll be sent to the dungeon. Like they were trying to make it like on theme. But it just terrified me as a kid. Like, I'm just like, oh, for some reason in my brain, I, I thought that it meant if you smoke at any point, a hole will open up underneath you and you will fall into the dungeon and be trapped there forever. I don't know if that was me like associating it with The Labyrinth, the movie The Labyrinth <laughs> or something. Anyway, it was a very, very strange, traumatic thing. Uh, and I remember my only close relative that I knew who smoked was my aunt. And I remember thinking, like, don't let aunt... Aunt Mary Kay, come here. <laughs> like, don't don't let her come here. She'll go in the dungeon. I was so scared. So that's the Enchanted Forest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... Does anyone else know anything about that place? Nope. <laughs> I never went. Like, I had that... It was the Flickies thing. It was thing. the Flickies, yeah. Like, can we go to the Enchanted Forest? No. Okay. <laughs> next, we'll, next Enchanted Forest, never. Never. I guess we'll <laughs> keep driving to Penticton. <laughs> So you can do another Iron Man, Aww. Dad. He doesn't listen to this podcast. Neither <laughs> does my mother. They both think it's a waste of time. <laughs> so yeah. there was another uh, joke that you actually wanted to mention before yes, I do uh, you. <laughs> because Homer apparently is smuggling a lot of fruits and vegetables into the into the country, and he still needs a guide across to do the it. country. Across the country, sorry, yeah. So what border are they at anyway? It's just a state. It's border. just a state border? State okay. toll booth border. They don't usually have those, do they? No. Oh, uh, no, that's America. Hmm. That's, yeah. I've never, yeah, I've never, like, gone f- past a border of just a state or a province, and there'd be, like, a person being like, do you have things? It's like, it's just for countries. Anyway. At a toll booth, do they, like, turn you around and send you back if you can't pay the toll? Yes. Is that what it is? I think so. We don't have very few toll booth experience. We we don't have many in this country. Yeah. I know there's one on the Coca-Cola. Sometimes. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, But other than that. Yeah. So are you just going to be talking about highways in BC? Sorry, British Columbia? I don't know. You're the urban planner. So that's more of a it's more of a regional sim- or regional national thing. level. All right, it's more of a weekend thing, thing now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's smuggling fruits and vegetables. Yeah, he and a- <laughs> apparently, <laughs> why? Doesn't he's matter. A it's little, a good gag. He's got a little pamphlet that says the easy road yeah. to victory question mark. 
Indicating that even the pamphlet writer isn't sure if this is a good idea or not. It's definitely not. <laughs> and I just love that it's the, the classic squeaky voice teen. Um, yeah. you know, do you have any fruits or vegetables in the car? And he just panics and plows through the barrier and they all spill out. And he says, it happened again. <laughs> so this has happened at least once before. I yeah. wager probably two or three because otherwise yeah. he just he wouldn't be as calm about it. But I love that joke. One of my faves. <laughs> but they get to Itchy and Scratchy Land. Do they? Yeah. Oh. They definitely do. And they fly the helicopter in, yeah. possibly, and we're back on track. Yeah. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they start to, well, first of all, <laughs> Homer buys uh, Itchy and Scratchy money, which uh, is like regular money. It's just fun. Sure. But I'll apparently nowhere takes it. Now, did do you do you recall if Disney the Disney parks had something like this, like Disney money? Uh, it I seems d- vaguely familiar to me, but I can't remember if Disney specifically did it or if it was maybe a different amusement park I went to. Uh, I'm sure that's actually been several different amusement parks. There are some cities themselves that actually have created currency, like their own currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like just <laughs> random small towns huh. uh, across the globe. Um, but yeah, it's entirely possible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's poor Homer. Like he's he's trying so hard, you know. He just wants the family to have a good vacation. I'll take eleven hundred dollars worth. I mean, it was worth he less had than that those. in cash. He had it in cash. He, that's what he was like. This is the family's vacation money. I'll buy the kids treats. You know, I'm sure he was ready to spend that on his family. And uh, now it's all in the toilet, pretty much. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's yeah. all gone. I imagine there's some places that take the money. Yeah, but none of the main places but on like the main nowhere street. that you care about. Yeah, nowhere so. that serves ice cream. <laughs> That's right. Um, so let's talk about the rides here in Itchy and Scratchy <laughs> Land. <laughs> we only see a couple. Uh, we see, I think, two specific rides, and then a couple like attractions. Right. Yes. Um, the ride, the rides I'm referring to are the uh, the log ride. And, uh, oh, maybe that's just an attraction, too. The thing they walk into and, like, there's, like, an axe in the door. Just one axe and that's the entire ride? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I thought I always thought that was, like, the entrance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, get through the axe. <laughs> now you can go have fun. And oh, see, the... I, I thought it was a, an attraction of some kind. Yeah. Like, no, Itchy's Funhouse or something. Yeah, I always thought it was just the main, ant, like, just... Every guest has to go through this. Yeah. Because um, essentially with a Disney park, uh, whenever you enter, you're essentially going through some sort of tunnel because it uh, pretty much establishes a break between the outside real world and then whatever fantasy world you're moving into. And a lot of other uh, theme parks have copied that exact same formatting uh, to, you know, Yeah, they have effect. like the logistical part where you pay your ticket and stuff. And then they have like the actual entrance as it were and then you've got the grand like, oh, reveal and now i'm I, i'm on main street and i can see cinderella's castle in distance precisely yeah fun fact main street's uh, uh houses are all slanted so that the uh perspective from the entrance makes cinderella's castle look much larger than it actually is yes it's actually built specifically to the maximum height that they could build without putting a red light on top of it because <laughs> those are the faa rules right but you know what they probably would have built it even bigger uh the largest one i think right now is in shanghai because that one is gigantic like cinderella's castle 
Uh, or just largest building that isn't. I forget what they actually called the castle because like different ones. But have it's in Disney parks. Names. I mean, yeah, in yeah, terms okay. of Disney parks, Tokyo Disney or whatever. No, 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 Shanghai Disney. Wait, there's a Shanghai Disney? Yeah, it opened uh, either late last year or early this year. What? That's crazy. Yeah. So know. there's one in Shanghai, one in Tokyo, one in Hong Kong, one outside of Paris, uh, and then, of course, in uh, L.A., <laughs> the, the in Anaheim, one. and uh, <laughs> Walt Disney World, it, outside of Orlando. Outside of Orlando, yeah, yeah. Florida, yeah. There you go. Could you imagine having that much money to just, like... We're going to build an amusement park in China. <laughs> you mean, are you talking about the Disney Corporation? Yeah, I'm talking about the Disney Corporation. Yeah, they own all of us. Yeah, so. they do. I'm pretty sure I am a Disney employee and yeah. I don't know it. <laughs> you I, get a paycheck from the government, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you're an employee. Oh, God. That's horrible. Pretty sure they bought out Canada in, you know, last year. Yeah, why don't we have a Disney World then? They're like, all right, first Marvel, then Star Wars, then Canada. Actually, before they were looking specifically at uh, Orlando, uh, one of the possible places that they were looking at was north of Toronto in the location of what is now uh, Canada's Canada's Wonderland. Wonderland? Yeah. Uh, I've been to Canada's (laughs) Wonderland. It's a garbage hole. Uh. (laughs) Uh. It's got some great roller coasters. (laughs) It's gotten a lot better, Greg. Just give it a chance. It was two decades ago. So So they definitely did not have either Behemoth or Leviathan. I have no idea. Oh, (laughs) they're these Final Fantasy. It was still still called Paramount Canada's Wonderland. I don't even know if it's still called villains. No, they're they're like typical creatures, but they're also pretty Pretty intense. sure there's summons in in Final Fantasy. Uh, That doesn't surprise me. The Leviathan? Definitely. Leviathan is for sure. Behemoth probably is. Bahamut. Bahamut. The Hobbit? No, Bahamut. 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 That's who on pretty mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was hoping we'd get a Kokomo reference today. Bahamut. Come on, pretty mama. Oh, that's funny. All right. So, <laughs> so other rides that we see? Uh, so, we see the like minefield. They like run across the minefield. And that's so dangerous. Yeah, I don't understand what that is. <laughs> it's just a minefield. And then yeah. He kicks a cat. Yeah. Poor Scratchy is waving. And, yeah. Um, but I did want to talk about the log ride because that's uh, obviously an homage to Splash Mountain. But <laughs> it's so, what? it's so, like, even as a kid, I was like, this can't, this is not real. <laughs> I mean, obviously You mean it this isn't, thing in a cartoon but, is not yeah, real. Yeah. But it's just, it's, uh, the thing is, like, The it's Simpsons. so is, over the top. The Simpsons is grounded in reality still, right? Uh, so Ish. it's still, the, I mean, for the most part, it's still the kind of thing that is just, like, so, like, to me a little too far that I'm like, it's not realistic. So I don't like it as much. Um, the fact that the little spikes like all perfectly just miss their heads. I'm like, what if Marge was sitting in the front? She'd be dead. I think that that one is actually specifically intended to be, well, the main ride itself is supposed to be a reference to Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that particular point in time, I think is supposed to be a reference to the Indiana Jones ride uh, that you specifically see uh, at places like, Disneyland, the one yeah. in uh, Anaheim, um, because near the end, you do have that moment where the car just stops uh-huh. and you've got the boulder right in front oh, of yeah, you. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great moment in the ride. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then they, and you, you just know, they, drop afterwards. They yeah. fall down and there's the saw cuts it in half. So they have to physically move out of the way if, so they don't get cut too. Well, they need to jump onto <laughs> yeah, what? Onto just mattresses. It's not even like thin mattresses on a, on just wood planks. 
<laughs> so, that's where they spared the expense. See, and that's the that's the kind of part that's the part that I actually really like because I because I like the idea that they were just like ah, just throw some mattresses down there they'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but also, it means that they need to get new logs for every single time yeah. that they launch the ride. Yeah, not and very I, cost effective. Imagine the throughput that goes through <laughs> that particular ride and the number of logs they need to source. Well, I believe that the logs once they get cut up get turned into bowling pins, so it's okay. <laughs> Because oh. then they buy, they buy, Reuse. they sell those back to the bowling alley at yeah. TGI Fridays, I imagine, and uh, everything's TGI good. TGI McScratchies? Sorry, yes, TGI McScratchies. Wait, wait, good time food <laughs> magorium? Uh, like <laughs> Uncle Moe's? Good. It's, uh, it's like a good time food havery or something. Regardless, you know what? It's New Year's there every single day. Every minute or every something, Every minute? Wasn't it? Every in every, every time, hour, I think. Every time they no, it's every time they finish playing that song. So like every three and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they ring in the new year again every time they play, which is why that guy wants to die. Yeah. And why there's a jumper there later on. <laughs> it's Another that jumper guy. on the roof of TGI McStratchies. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but you said that, that was a reference to Pleasure Island. Yeah, that, that's a reference to Pleasure Island. The kind of short-lived. I don't know. It was around for 15 years. Uh, the place that's now Disney Springs, one part of it mm. is actually a sort of island. Weirdly <laughs> enough, modeled after Granville Island, apparently in Vancouver. Oh. Um, and essentially they started up a whole bunch of initially like dance clubs, mm-hmm. including a place that was specifically supposed to be like, a, you know, a 70s place. Yeah, Which of, of course. course only opened in like 1989 or 1990. <laughs> um, the 70s were cool. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, yeah, the, the itchy, itchy 70s disco established 1980. <laughs> uh, great <laughs> visual gag. Yeah. Uh, and John Travolta inside. Um, <laughs> yeah, looks like. Where the hell was I going with this? Uh, TGI McStratchy's New Year's. Oh, yeah. And so at uh, Pleasure Island, like, one of the big things, especially that they advertised in their TV spots, was that uh, every single night was New Year's. And so, so at the bizarre. end of the night, like everybody would just spill out and they would do like a whole countdown, live performances and fireworks. <laughs> that is so. It's like, like if your, your parents were like, oh, like, guess what? Every day is your birthday now. It's like eventually you're just like, I don't care. It's not special now. That's how I feel about that. Like New Year's every day. Well, I mean, of course, if you were going to be a cast member who worked there, but <laughs> if you're somebody who's only who's visiting, visiting, you're yeah. only going to be there for maybe like one day or one night. In, or even less. You could be there for an hour. If you want on to. Pleasure Island, right? Sure. There's a thousand other things to do, right? It's Disney World. <laughs> Correct. So, like, yeah, it's a this world. Is, this is, it's a literal world. <laughs> You want to experience all of the world. It's so that you dense. Can. Yeah. Every single, every single square meter has so <laughs> much going on. Shut up. There really does. Uh, hey, in Anaheim, there's only one Disneyland, but in Orlando, there's a whole Disney World. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a world. Yeah, but then again, this is before the days of like Animal Kingdom, which is kind of awesome. And I want to talk to you about your plans for going there. Uh, Pandora, like World point- of Pandora. Oh, yeah. Flight of Passage is insane. You're going to the Avatar place? Yeah, it's part of uh, Animal Kingdom. It just opened this year. That doesn't make sense, but (laughs) it sounds awesome. (laughs) Don't think about it. Then again, 
Well, right now, Animal Kingdom has some of the best stuff. Like also, yeah. uh, that's the one I, place I didn't go to when I went to Disney World. That was when Animal Kingdom just opened. Oh yeah, and uh, so I was with my family, and they so we uh, we went to uh, Magic Kingdom, of course. We went to Epcot, and we went to um, at, um, MGM Studios at the time, which is now, which is now Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Studios. Uh, but for some reason, they didn't want to go to um, Animal Kingdom. I think because they were kind of like, oh, it's just it's basically just a zoo. Like we can go to a zoo elsewhere, you know. And I was very upset because I wanted to go very bad. But so I'm going this time. Yes. So you can go on a whole day for each each park. Uh, doing a whole day at Hollywood Studios right now might be a bit difficult. Just I'll do it. Try and stop me. How many times are you going to go on Tower of Terror? Seven. Yeah. <laughs> I love the Tower of Terror. It's Guardians of Galaxy now, though. No, no, no. That's in uh in uh Anaheim. So the one that's in Walt Disney World. Is still. I thought I because I remember is, researching this. It's still Twilight trip. Zone. No, no, no. Let me let me make sure. Keep talking. You're about to enter a world beyond sight and sound. Oh, I actually did go on that ride nine times when I was there as a kid. That's, That's awesome. fantastic. I just I just ran back into the into the lineup as soon as I got out, and it was great because it just started raining. So like not only was that like a cool additional effect to the ride, but also like everyone else was like going to other places and like not in the line, so the lineup was super short. It was awesome. Oh, that's amazing! But that means that you didn't get to enjoy like the entire queue because like th- that's oh a, I love the queue. The yeah. queue there is amazing. The queue for Expedition Everest is amazing. The queue for uh, Toy Story Midway Mania also in Hollywood Studios, incredible. Um, but yeah, getting back to the episode, so tw- the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Um, is uh, parodied in this particular episode with uh, David S. Pumpkins. Yep. I love David S. Pumpkins. Who's David S. Pumpkins? (laughs) (laughs) Any questions? (laughs) We're part of it! What? Did you watch the episode? I did, yeah. Saturday Night Live? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Buh? Buh? So on Saturday Night Live... Uh Uh-huh. Uh, was it last year? Was it like the Halloween it, episode? It last was year? last year. Yeah. yeah, last year's Halloween episode, when whichever one that was, uh, Tom Hanks was the host, uh-huh. and he did this character called David S. Pumpkins, who's just this guy who was wearing like an orange uh, suit jacket that's got pumpkins on it. Um, jack o' lanterns. Jack o' lanterns. Sorry, <laughs> and, and two uh, ske- spooky, spooky skeleton sidekicks played by Bobby Moynihan and uh, one of the new guys, yeah. Alex Moffat, I think. Sure. And, <laughs> but so, yeah, so uh, as you're saying, it was basically spoofing like, uh, that kind of ride. Right. So these guys are like in this like kind of elevator and it's like going up and like doors would open and it'd be like, Oh, I'm a spooky ghost. And it was like kind of, kind of silly cause they were making fun of it in a way. So this isn't in a, the, the Simpsons episode that we just watched. No, this is in Saturday Night Live. No. So this is, keep up. are we, are we a Saturday Night Live podcast now? God, I Live hope not. Live from Calgary. It's, it's Saturday, Saturday Night, night. Starring a piece of ghost, <laughs> Mel Brooks. A hole in the wall where the men can see it all. Musical guest Limp Biscuit. A tribe called Quest. <laughs> and Bobby Moynihan, <laughs> your guest host, unprecedented Alan Tudyk. <laughs> Tudyk. I don't know why that's very funny to me. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's. In many Disney movies these days. That's true. Yeah. Voice. He was great in Big Hero 6. Moana. He does a voice for like all of their uh, uh, animated shows for for the past like five years. Nice. Yeah. Or five five movies. 
Bobby Moynihan! <laughs> and he was in Star Wars, which is Disney. He's K2SO. Yes, yes, I knew that. And that's in Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Let's Sorry. <laughs> Your apology is not... It, well, you know, it's accepted. Um, but awesome, yeah. yeah. Twilight Zone is still operating. Not that I didn't believe you, I just wanted to make sure, because that makes me very excited. Um, yeah, because I, I thought I was... Maybe I was just on the wrong news story, and they were talking about it. But the Anaheim. point is, you're going to go on it a lot. I'm going to go on it a lot. Yeah. Oh, especially if they eventually are going to change it into Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think is the plan. I don't know for sure. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what the Marvel deal is out east exactly. You'd really have to listen to the Disney Dish uh, <laughs> podcast with Glenn Testa. That's right. Um, great Disney podcast. <laughs> Disney Parks podcast specifically yeah. uh, really gets into the nitty gritty. I think you'd enjoy it. I'd recommend I, I it I probably would, you. yeah. <laughs> Greg would not. <laughs> yeah, Greg has no concept of joy. I just don't understand it. Um one of the things about this episode that I really enjoyed about is the David S. Pumpkins episode. Yeah, that one. No, about the <laughs> he's part of it. <laughs> about the uh, oh, Greg. About about the episode we watched. Uh-huh. Um, didn't finish telling you about David S. Pumpkins. No, episode. you didn't. I'd what really, if listeners are really concerned? I'd really rather just listen, just watch it. Can I finish can, in two seconds? Yeah. So they open a door, and it's David S. Pumpkins, and he's like, he, and the skeletons do a little dance. He goes, any questions? And the door's closed, and they're like, what the hell was that? And <laughs> he keeps popping up in other parts of the ride, and they're like, is this whole ride just David S. Pumpkins? Like, what's going on? That's like 77 out of 99 rooms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it blew up. It became very popular, and now they're doing like an animated special about David S. Pumpkins. Which so. is why? I don't know, because like, SNL likes to run everything into the ground. Wait, we got something popular. Let's do five times more of it. Oh, you've been around that long. Whatever. Keep it fresh. Yeah, gotta gotta hit on all cylinders all the time. (laughs) Speaking of all cylinders, the jokes writers were really on all cylinders for this episode. And that's how we get back on track. In a little segment we call (laughs) Back on Track. (laughs) Wait, why am I introducing this? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) You did good, though. Oh, thank you. Um, Maybe I should host this. Maybe. Alan, are you looking for a new host? I am. Ah. Yeah, let's talk after this. So anyways, Greg, uh, do whatever you're doing. I don't care. This is what I'm talking about. All right, yeah. (laughs) Look at the dude over here. I'm gesturing towards Mr. Greg. Uh He's just trying to run the clock down so he can go to his precious concert. That's, yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. That makes sense. Um, (laughs) Sorry. So something you enjoyed about this episode. Yeah. I I saw this episode as a kid long before I went to any high uh, concept amusement park. Great job. Uh, (laughs) And it was honestly my introduction to uh, rides as theater. As a concept? Oh, okay. Because the... The, the concept, well, like, the only rides I had ever been on prior to going like stampede, to... stampede, like prime, fair rides? Yeah, fair rides. Yeah. Like, they the were just like, oh, there's a ride. Go up and down, yeah, go flipping around. Get in this thing, I had and been then to, it'll, it'll take you around yeah, I had been to times. West Edmonton Mall, which has a concept, barely, right, with the Galaxy Land thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when I went then, it was even more scatterbrained. It was yeah. like, okay, what is a ship doing in? Like, what is the, <laughs> what is that boat thing doing in? Make it a spaceship. 
I thought that was like a. Did you just no, go to a is, fair and buy this and install it in inside? No, it was this is um, pirate land. Yeah, you're, you're thought, in pirate like, land now. Is it's, it pirate it's land? It's two feet from or is from it space land. Pick a theme, right? <laughs> um, so when I when I saw Itchy and Scratchy Land, and there was like it's it's all it's the cat and mouse thing and all that sort of thing. It was my first introduction to being like, wow, uh, is this how rides in Disney World are? Are they? Are they high concept? Are they, are are, are they like essentially the budget of a small movie? Um, <laughs> yeah. And when I went there, it was yes <laughs> and more. You have no idea because I also didn't understand the concept of the entire place being a part of the experience, right? Because in a amusement park like that, to really, you know function Mm -hmm. uh uh, you need everything to be a part of the immersive experience otherwise there's going to be parts where you're bored which is when you said um the cues are amazing yeah they're actually called pre-shows exactly exactly when i went on the aerosmith rock and roller coaster the pre-show is so fucking cool it's great and it's like oh that was awesome was that the ride i would have been satisfied with that (laughs) no there's an awesome ride too and then you go on it and it's like it's fucking great yeah rock Uh, and roller coaster is still open nice yeah disney fun fact uh disney specifically wanted all the cues to be uh, not only thematic and have like like you said a pre-show as as it, as it were, but he also wanted to make sure you couldn't see how long the queue was. Mm. So you'll notice a lot of the queues are very like like Indiana Jones for example is like you're exploring a ton like an uh, archaeological dig right, and so also like you get the, in there and you're like yeah. oh like uh, it's probably it's probably right around the corner there and then you know an hour later you're like it wasn't but hey this is cool. <laughs> And now a bunch of the queues have games in them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh man, I love that. That's a big reason why I love the Disney parks is that I don't feel like I'm waiting in line. I feel like I'm just like getting amped up and, and uh, Twilight or sorry, Haunted Mansion is probably one of my favorite ones. You get ushered into a room and then like a little video plays and then like the room stretches and all this stuff. You don't realize you're in an elevator going to the bottom floor. And a lot of people have that actually memorized yeah. and say it off by heart in the room, and it pisses a lot of people off. It would piss me off, yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, one of my favorites is the one for Expedition Everest, um, which is a roller coaster based around Mount Everest. Wh- and the Where is that one? Br- that's in Animal Kingdom. Great. Specifically in Asia. Uh, Perfect. And so the pre-show for that is actually a museum dedicated to mountaineering, but the closer you get to the end of the queue, the more it becomes about yetis. <laughs> it is, it is a sight to behold. Is it kind of Matterhorn inspired then? Is it kind of a spiritual... It, it's Matterhorn am- version too. Uh, when it was built, it was the most expensive roller coaster oh, wow. ever. Yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite roller coasters in the world. Awesome. I'm excited for that one. You should be. Yeah. <laughs> Let's high yeah. five. So what do you think of the, uh, of, of the resolution to this uh to this episode is the family coming together. Well, it fear so uh and we're talking a lot about Disney, but that's obviously a huge inspiration for this episode, but it does veer into the uh as you mentioned Westworld uh almost Jurassic Park also in a way. There's definitely version. there's definitely references to Jurassic Park. Yeah. They're both kind of the same movie. I mean, it's so. Michael Crichton's basically just doing the same thing again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> both written by Michael Crichton. And uh it yeah, it turns into that story versus just experiencing the world, which is good. I mean, it gives it an actual plot, right? 
versus just <laughs> jokes and gags, which well, is it fun. It gives it an ending. But it, yeah, it gives <laughs> it a reason for the, you to tune in after the end of Act 2. Yeah. And plus, they toss in so many Chekhov's guns in Act 2. That <laughs> it's true, yeah. That um, it it the feels ca- like it fits together. The camera uh, that Cletus takes, right? Yeah. Uh, and also I mean, just the, the nothing can possibly go wrong. It's true, yeah. <laughs> we have taken every precaution. <laughs> the the uh, scratchy bot that malfunctions and then when they're trying to fix it it screams, it screams when they take <laughs> off the knife. I love that so much it's just like why was i programmed to feel yeah, pain the same, yeah the same kind of thing i love oh man i just love the the text reaction too it's like, i wish they wouldn't scream uh one day i'm gonna write a sitcom about a sassy robot <laughs> those texts do remind me of the text from the series westworld yeah mm-hmm. i was thinking that too yeah, yeah. One also looks like the scientician from Meet and You, Partners in Freedom. <laughs> might have in been. Lisa the Vegetarian. Might be the same model. Yeah. Who knows? Might be the same guy. Or at least very similar. Uh, yeah, so um, it's nice to, to get that kind of action uh, finale to this. It's, it feels like it's almost like a Simpsons movie in a way, right? Um, I think yeah. at one point this was the planned plot for the Simpsons movie, oh, so which fun. is so many episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Every Camp sing- Krusty... Every single one that I've heard has been better than the one we got. Well, yeah, they just they took too long, and then it was it was like the ending of Lost. Yeah, you're gonna disappoint everyone no matter what. That movie came out ten years ago. Two thousand seven. Yeah. I'm sad now. <laughs> so, do you want to do the reference desk or something, or are oh, we running boy. out of time for that? Are we? We uh, we, we are running out of time, but we do have time to do our reference desk. So let's do it. Do it, should, do we, it. should we just shout out things that are reference? This has a lot of yeah, references. So many. Um, let's it, we mentioned a bunch, so let's get those off the table. So obviously Disney World, Jurassic Park, Westworld, done. Yeah. Pinicchio. Yeah, yeah. Pinicchio also uh Scratchtasia. Scratchtasia, which are both, you know, parodies of various Disney films. Also, the movie that they're in itself is a parody of One Man's Dream, which is a documentary about Walt Disney. Oh, I see. Like yeah. the, the, the history of Walt Disney or whatever. Precisely. Or of um, Roger Myers. Senior, senior, who loved almost all almost, the world's Which children. is a, a, a reference, yeah. arguably, to uh, Disney's alleged Nazi ties. <laughs> or sympathizing. Alleged. alleged. Well, I don't, I don't want to speak for the man. He's frozen. <laughs> um, last action hero. Itchy and Scratchy cartoon. Mm-hmm. Reference to that. Uh, Witness. The movie Witness, when they go to the Amish village. Yeah. Uh, the Birds. Yep. Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Give me the biggest seed bell you've got. No, that's too big. Ha, <laughs> 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 uh, The Pink Floyd's The Wall, with the marching little uh, ha- uh, axes, right? Yeah, Similar and then there's the, the little hammers. axe, and I forget what exactly that's referenced to. Uh, I thought it was... It, it, um, Fantasia, but maybe I'm conflating maybe those Fantasia. because of because of Scratchtasia in this episode. Yeah, it might be Dumbo or something. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah, maybe. I think, Disney, I think Disney did that a lot. Actually, they'd have like because I know in uh, like Jungle Book they have the little baby elephant trying to catch up. They definitely oh, do. Maybe that's so it, it might just be like a common Disney I, trope. I'll tell you, it did it did remind me of the film The Wall, the Waiting for the Worms. Yeah. yeah. For um, sure. It does it, it, it reminds me of that, but I think the jungle book might be the 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 clearer reference. Yep. Flickies is a restra- uh, reference to Stuckies. Okay. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the four corners landmark. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's five corners in this world. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. 
Geography. Um, yeah. Ku Klux Klan. That was referenced. Yep. Sure was. <laughs> and the bear. I want to know who that bear is. It's the only one they don't mention. That's <laughs> one of Itchy's friends. And they also don't uh, reference it in the trial where we yeah. find out that Manic uh, Mailman and Mr. Zip are the same character. <laughs> plagiarism. <laughs> Dinner Dog. Um, TGI Fridays. Uh, TGI McScratchies. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Star Wars. Yep. Uh, and that's specifically the guards that come out and arrest Bart <laughs> after. And that's that's kind of Westworld too, right? The guards? Uh, kind of. They had a Westworld feel to me, but I, I don't know that movie. I uh, it, f- it honestly felt more James Bondian. Okay, yeah. Uh, With de- the length of that corridor, it was almost Get Smart-like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deliverance? The banjo music. Oh yeah, and the, you know, even think, though it's just the theme, the I, I, I theme. think that that's intended to be a reference to Song of the South, actually. Yeah, it's, as opposed to Deliverance. Sense, but yeah. you know yeah. what? It might be a bit of a crossover because Pro- it's probably a similar. Yeah, the way the way the 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 way the the camera is. is oh yeah, is I mean, it feels like there. a reference to Boy Scouts in the Hood, <laughs> which is a reference <laughs> yeah. to Deliverance. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's the exact same. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost the exact same, and yeah, it's. Uh, the the Splash Mountain ride, oh boy, Song of the South, God damn it! <laughs> uh, we don't have time to talk about yeah, that. Let's not. Hey, my favorite uh, toy as a child was my Brer Rabbit from that movie. I had no idea what the movie was. I just loved Splash Mountain because Splash Mountain is still using Song of the South as its uh, markup. Splash makeup. Mountain is a great ride. It's a lot of fun. It just has all the fun cartoon animals and none of the r- racism and slavery. So. okay well you're right but i did i had uh brer rabbit and then the next time we went to disney world i got brer fox and i left him in a hotel room on the way back home and i was very very sad that's really sad however it's got a happy ending because the housekeepers in the hotel mailed it to me oh that's so sweet and so i got it in the mail and i was so happy where is it now i don't know (laughs) but they made a little boy very happy. symbol of my lost childhood and innocence is that a reference to The Simpsons? It sure is, That's Ezra. Great. <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> Any more? Uh, I think that's pretty much all I had. The well, let's move on to Euro our favorite Disney. jokes, I mean, then. that's the last one, but that's yeah. a clear Disneyland. Which, of course, is now uh, Disneyland Scratchy Land Paris. It's Scratchy Land Paris, that's right. Let's, let's move on to our favorite joke, uh, starting oh, with boy. you, Ezra, because I think we uh, just said it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my favorite joke. Uh, I mean, the whole lead-in with Marge, uh, trying to like convince uh, Bart and Lisa that going to the uh, bird sanctuary on the highway would be cool, especially because they've got a birdhouse shaped like a diner <laughs> on a really tall pole would be great. It's amazing. <laughs> but then once like everything crazy goes off at Itchy and Scratchy Land, and they're like, oh, should have uh, went to the bird sanctuary. Exactly. And you just see the birds just like chasing after everybody, uh, like, in the birds, yeah. and then you cut to <laughs> Hans Molman <laughs> inside of a th- phone booth, just calmly saying, "I need the biggest <laughs> seed bell you have." No, that's too big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can assume he died shortly after that, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. They to got through the window. The, yeah, 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 with the Kenny, as is the theme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This, this is before South Park even got started. So. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 We just we've often said it's uh, Hans Molman is their Kenny because they kill him off almost in every episode. No, that he Kenny's in. their Hans Molman. That's yeah. That's a, I'm 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, again, this is chicken just, in the egg. I mean, come on. Again, this is just one of like Hans Molman can just make a scene. He doesn't need to be anywhere else in the episode, but like now um, you've done it. You call that a knife? <laughs> but I mean, probably my favorite Hans Molman is I need seventeen dollars for a push broom <laughs> rebristling. <laughs> Uh, with oh no, my <laughs> brains! <laughs> Alan, okay, uh, I have two. I want or three. I want to mention. Sorry, um, <laughs> just to tie in with uh, your uh, bird sanctuary thing, the faces that uh, Lisa and Bart make when they're when she's like, "We're going to the bird sanctuary instead of itching scratchy land." Go Google. That's it. one of Frankie my Ackett. favorite favorite visual gags in the series. It's so funny. It's such a rare thing to see them from that point of view. And you can tell like the animators didn't really know what to do. And so they look really weird. But it's just, it's, oh, the pain. The pain in their faces is palpable. I love it. I wish you could make that the thumbnail for this. But there's thousands. There's a hundred. There's so many There's a hundred other ones. It might be the one. I don't know yet. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> it's a countdown. Um the deuxième étoile. <laughs> yeah. Just the running gag of uh, Bart tormenting the mascots. <laughs> Specifically, the pained, muffled scream that Itchy gives when Bart kicks him is my favorite thing. It's just so beautiful. It's <laughs> he's first of all he's he's trying his hardest to just be like a fun guy, and he's doing this like dumb like. <laughs> Kick. And then they run. I can't even do it. Yeah, and yeah. it's also like father, like son, because uh, Homer apparently was also put in the dungeon because of it. He's a political prisoner. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So, and number I just one, my voice. Well, Alan is dying. I'm screaming. Yeah, over there. Um, You're literally crying from laughing. <laughs> Greg, I'll just, hit I'll me. Just, I'll just say mine. Yours, it's Bort. Yours. It's Bort. Oh, how did we get this Great. far into the episode that without was the mentioning other one. the Bort? Yeah, that was my last plate? one. Yeah, I'm. I'm really glad that we that I got to say it. Um, because uh, yeah. because you said today, Alan, when we were watching it um, about the uh, about because because the Bort joke, <laughs> like the bird sanctuary joke, is a setup <laughs> and a punchline. Um, testing, testing. Like it's a there's what's happened to me. The the first the 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 first time the Bort joke comes up, it's that could have been enough, right? That 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 would have that would have been that's that's funny all on all on its own. It's so easily relatable. Yeah, like I cannot find my name yeah. on this stupid license plate thingy. But they have this weird name, and then and then the cherry on top is we are out of Bort license plates. <laughs> it's Oh God! It's such so a great funny. callback. Yeah, and, and it's like three callbacks in a row in that little scene when Bart's being transported. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. TGI McScratchies. We've got another jumper. Yeah, yeah got another jumper out of Bort license plates. <laughs> and what's the other one? Oh, uh, clean up. Uh, is it like clean up somewhere? Yeah, it's a clean up. I remember. Yeah, um, Frankie Ackett. Yeah. yeah, you can figure it out. Anyway, that um, yeah, that was the last one I wanted to mention was Bort. Obviously, Bort's uh, great. Now that my voice is kind of back, I don't yeah. know. I I tried um, to do this muffled scream and I <laughs> ruined everything. So, so good work to Dan or whoever 
did that because, I mean, maybe they, this happened to them too, and they're like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. I mean, honestly, th- this episode's full of so many good, just like minor voice and Foley things. It's true. Yeah. Like the sound of Homer's uh, hairs being lopped off by uh, the robot Scratchy's axe. It's a twink of a violin. Yeah, it's, like, it's a twink of a violin string. It's so cartoonish. Brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, the yeah. the uh, monstery voices of the robots, <laughs> like when they fall. <laughs> why why can they make sounds? <laughs> why do they feel pain? Uh, and also, just the guy uh, that we mentioned earlier who follows him around. I love that guy. Like he's just like, <laughs> there's no need to murmur, ma'am. Yeah, it's great. It's very good. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so, final thoughts. Great up as we wrap up here. Oh, so good. Definitely, definitely a top, uh, top contender for me for this season. Yeah, me too. This is a great episode. Just the, it is a joke montage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like there's so much that we could have covered and expounded upon, but understanding you have time limits and not everybody's going to listen to a four-hour episode <laughs> as much as I would like like to. This isn't an episode of D- This Is Rad. It's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I've listened to a couple episodes, one episode so far. Wait, which one? Spider Man. Oh, because I nice. love Spider-Man. And I was so mad because it took at least an hour before they talked about Spider-Man. <laughs> but then when... I was like, when are they going to get to the Spider-Man? Factory. <laughs> Factory, yeah. No, no, no. I, I understand. But that's just kind of the style of that particular And then podcast. I like, looked at it's the so info sprawling. and I was like, do they have time marks at least to tell me when they talk about Spider-Man? They don't. No. So you just have to listen. It is very free-flowing. So there's, there's a podcast recommendation, kind of? Second podcast recommendation for that's me. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you may yeah. as well listen to this show or whatever. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> um, next episode is Sideshow Side Bob, Bob Roberts. Roberts. I'm very excited about this. I do love Sideshow Bob. Um, You're a dedicated Republican. I am. Yeah, no child has ever meddled with the Republican Party and lived to tell about it. Uh, so, just oh, you get to talk about the water cooler. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect political candidate <laughs> is a water cooler. I like the human Try touch, to open though. the door. There's too much blood on the knob. <laughs> what is your question? Uh, the question is about the budgets. All right, we'll get to it. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that wraps things up here at Two Bad Neighbors. Yeah, sure does. Uh, thanks a lot for coming back, Ezra. We do appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. This, is, this has been fun. Well, I got to watch The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Come back anytime. I know you don't usually do that. No, I, I certainly haven't watched at least two episodes today. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks again. And uh, you can contact us. There we go. Hemic <laughs> District on third at I gmail.com. I was flailing. Yeah, I, was flailing. I could tell. Yeah. Don't, let me do the outro. Yeah, yeah, do, go you have, for it. Go do you for have it. things to plug to? Yeah. Sorry? Plugs. Yeah. What, what would you like to plug on this podcast? Oh, nothing. You don't have anything important coming. I out? mean, I do, but it's sold out. Yeah. So yeah. okay. Yeah. We mentioned it. Swing sidecar. Yeah. Look for some, maybe some photos. Yeah. And see how much you wish you had gone, mm-hmm. and you'll be sad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Why would you do that? But keep an eye out for maybe next time. Maybe we'll do another one someday. <laughs> uh, can I plug something? Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as always, plugging Woohoo Classic Simpsons trivia. I have no idea when the next one is, but then again. This is a I don't, yeah, I don't think they decided a date yet. Maybe they have. Uh, but yeah, this is a format that you can pick up and listen to anyway. So making announcements about when things are coming up, I don't know. Is it kind of futile? No, but you can say that it exists. Yeah, check it out. Uh, 
WooHooYYC on Twitter and Facebook, and use the hashtag #TimeForChili. Follow us on Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on SoundCloud. And uh, thanks for coming again, Ezra. Thanks for listening, everybody. My name was Alan, and I was Greg. And keep watching the skis.